Welcome to the Agape Podcast. I'm Beck, a passionate, sold-out lover of Jesus who accidentally started a Christian singles ministry. And now I want to help as many people as possible to find their husband or wife while being super healthy and full of hope. So get ready for some real, raw talk about all things singleness and dating. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. I am filming live today, and I am so excited. Um, honestly, I'm just really excited. New Year's is coming up. I oh, I feel like 2022 is the year, guys. It is the year. I saw a, an incredible meme the other day, and it was 2022, and 22 was two people coming together, like the numbers two and two. And I was just like, yes, 2022 is a year of marriages. Lord, let's declare it. Let's speak it out. People are going to get married in 2022. God is going to bring together Holy Spirit partnerships, kingdom couples to do the work of the kingdom and advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come on. That is good news. That is good news. I'm so excited. And so today I want to talk to you guys about settling. So we've often heard you shouldn't settle, you shouldn't settle, don't settle for somebody that, you know, God doesn't have for you, don't settle for someone that is not God's best for you. I'm sorry. Apparently, now that we're getting close to the end of the year, I'm having more trouble talking. (laughs) Don't settle for somebody who isn't God's best for you. And I 100% agree with that. We shouldn't settle. But as detrimental as settling is for you and your heart, I want to talk about what it actually does to the other person. What does it do for the person that you settle for? So I've seen this many times where, you know, somebody that I know will start dating someone that they know isn't right for them and they have all this internal turmoil and a lot that's going on in their heart, but it also is affecting the other person. And so this person is having these questions, um, you know, the the person I'm talking about, like my friend, is having all these questions Um, you know, I don't, I feel like it's not right, but they're so amazing. They're so lovely. Like I really enjoy spending time with them. Um, and, and really they're, they're going through all these emotions, but it's also affecting that other person. And so today I want to talk about not settling, not just for yourself, not just to have really good standards for yourself and to give you, um, what God has been speaking to you about or what you know you deserve, But also not settling is actually protecting the heart of the other person. It's actually caring for that other person ahead of yourself. It's saying, I am not so desperate. I am not so needy that I'm going to use another person to meet that need rather than potentially waiting a little bit longer for the person that I know is going to be a much better fit. I'm going to be much more compatible with is going to be on fire for Jesus. If if that's one of my non-negotiables, which I hope it is. But I'm not going to let fear drive me into a place of settling. I'm not going to let um, fear of missing out or fear of being alone or all these things, fear of getting older, whatever it is, drive me into a place of compromising what I want in my spouse. And I'm not talking about superficial compromises like, you know, I want him to be six foot five and brown hair. 
I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about compromising in values, compromising in faith, compromising in character. When somebody doesn't have the character that you know that you want, doesn't have the faith journey that you know that you want in a partner, and you start and you compromise and you date them anyway. So oftentimes I do see that this comes from a place of need. It comes from a place of loneliness. It comes from a place of lack and fear rather than, um, okay, I'm living completely fully alive. I know who God has for me. I know his plans are good for me and I can wait and rest in that. And we've all had moments. I know I did too in my singleness of like, well, I could should just go out and find a boyfriend. Like it's not that hard. I'm sick of being alone, you know? And so there's no judgment there, but let's talk about what happens with the other person. So the first thing I want to mention is that when you're not satisfied with the way that somebody is, you, you feel like you're missing out. And they pick up on this. So imagine being with somebody and you're with them, um, but they always want you to be something more than you are. They, they're disappointed in your character. They're disappointed in the way that you show up. Everything you do or a lot of the things that you do just that come innately to you that are a part of your life, a part of your being, they are disappointed by. It is not what they wanted. Um, They feel like they're missing out by being with you. And maybe they articulate it. Maybe they actually tell you. Or maybe it's subtle. It's it's in subtle ways. They show that they disapprove. They show that they're not that into you. Um, Or they're not that interested in some of the things that you're doing. I always think when people say, when Christians say, you know, I would never date a non-Christian. I've seen non-Christians actually question that and say, well, that's being really exclusive and, you know, you should be more open. And I remember thinking when I was a, uh, when I was single, like, yeah, I don't want to date a non-Christian, but a non-Christian wouldn't want to date me. Their life would be miserable because I, I would never be satisfied with who they were. I'd be talking about Jesus all the time. I'd want them to come to church with me. I want, I would want the thing that I'm most passionate about to be the thing that they are most passionate about. And I would probably try and change them. <laughs> in order to achieve that, because that's what I want in a spouse. So not only is being exclusive for my heart, but it's also for theirs. Who No atheist is going to want to date me. Their life would be miserable, and that's not fair to them either. Um, and I remember actually, I, I remember an atheist actually said to me, oh, actually, I think that's fair, because I don't think I'd want to date a Christian either. I was like, exactly. And so, yeah, my first point really is, you are not going to be satisfied with them. You're going to feel like you're missing out and they're going to feel the weight of that in their heart. They're going to feel like they are not good enough for you. Um, and that's a really terrible thing to feel just as a person, let alone in a relationship. I don't meet this person's desires. I don't meet their wants. Uh, I might meet some of them, but the core things that they want in their life. I'm not there and I feel this tension. I feel them pulling away or I feel them wanting me to do stuff that I'm not comfortable with, wanting me to go places that I'm not comfortable with. Or when I try and be more sexual than they want, I feel judged. Uh, When I try and do something to speed up the relationship, they freak out or they put the brakes on or they're pulling back. And I don't know why because this is how I've always done life and this is just who I am. But because they're not accepting me as who I am, they're having a hard time with it. Number two thing that comes up when you settle, how it affects the other person. Usually you're trying to, you try to change them. 
because you settled for them, you thought, hey, they'll do, I'm, I'm sick of waiting or I'm, I'm lonely. And again, I'm not judging people for that. I've had those same thoughts. But usually that's a place that we're in when we settle. You end up trying to change that person into the kind of person that you want to be with. So, hey, they're maybe not on fire for Jesus as much as you would like. So you start, hey, why don't we have Bible studies? You know, hey, let's let's go to church together. Hey, have you worshipped today? I actually had a boyfriend that did this and it was super detrimental to me. Um, hey, have you worshipped today? What's, what's your God time looking like today? Hey, we should worship together. You start to try and push them into the person that you want them to be. You start to control, you start to manipulate, you start to try and change them. The message that you send is you are not okay as you are. Yes, I chose you, um, but I'm not happy with who you are because I settled, quote unquote, and now I want to change you into somebody that I kind of reflects the person that I didn't want to settle for. So reflects my ideal, reflects the kind of person I do want to be with. And so be like this, show up to church, be on fire, raise your hands, read your Bible every day. Um, you know, whatever it is, be more funny, be more adventurous, please. Come on, let's be more adventurous. You're pushing, 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 changing, 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 trying to mold them into the person that you want them to be. Think about it on the other side. Cool. Who I am is not okay. I feel like I'm constantly being, if you're the person um, who's being, who somebody's trying to change, you feel like you're not good enough. You feel a pressure. I remember having my ex ask me these kinds of questions and I felt like somebody's constantly watching over me, trying to make me do something or, or make me feel like I'm you know, doing what he wants. And um, that put a lot of pressure on me. I felt super pressured. It, I didn't feel like I could just be myself, be free to be myself, to have my own relationship with the Lord. Um, you know, And I'm saved and I love Jesus. And so I can't imagine if somebody wasn't in that place. It, a lot of times it will actually drive them further away from, from God. I've seen this before. I want to actually um, change this other person because I want them to be more like my ideal, more like my unsettled version. So the person I didn't settle for. So I, I feel like I settled for this person, but I want them to be more like somebody I didn't settle for, more like the ideal that I had, more like the dream that I had. And so I'm going to change them into that person through manipulation, through... Um, control through trying to make suggestions and they end up feeling incredibly pressured not free overwhelmed like they're not good enough they're not okay as they are um obviously this is super detrimental to that other person as well the third thing is um you will hurt them you will hurt them when you finally get brave enough to end the relationship um, that was my point. When you're finally ready to say, hey, this isn't what I want. This isn't God's best for me. Um, it's going to hurt them. You will hurt them. Because basically, this is really sad. It's like you use them to combat your loneliness and to fill that need. You use them to be a place of security for you or comfort or intimacy or whatever needs you are trying to, to get met. Um, they became that source for you and a lot of the times people hopefully will say okay this is not the kind of person I want to marry okay I, I my eyes have been opened this is not God's best for me I need to end the relationship um and that other person you know got into it being themselves 
gone into the not thinking, hey, yeah, she's a Christian or she she really enjoys this or that, but you know, they've she's chosen me or he's chosen me. They must really like me. And all of a sudden you turn around and say, hey, you're actually not what I want. And so again, super detrimental, super heartbreaking for that person who kind of was going along for the ride and, and potentially enjoying you to then have that come at them. And so that's one possibility. Um, you, yeah, you were lonely. I've written you were lonely. You were insecure. insecure. You might have even been motivated by fear or you just wanted to have somebody around or have somebody to have fun with. And that caused you to bring this person into your life um, who shouldn't have been there in the first place. And then when actually when that realization comes, now I have to end it. This poor person's heart isn't wasn't protected at all from the beginning. It was all about me getting my needs met. Me and and even if even if they were pursuing you, also someone's calling me. <laughs> even if they were pursuing you, that's there's still a sense of allowing that to happen. Um. Oh gosh, sorry, my husband's calling me. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that. There's still a sense of allowing that to happen and and going along with it and not actually protecting their heart and guarding their heart because it does feel good to be pursued. It does feel good to be wanted. Um, but you also are in control of what you allow. And, um, yeah, that's something that I would just be really, really conscious of. The alternative to that is you could end up marrying them. You could marry them, um, go, Hey, we've been together long enough. Yes. This isn't really what I was wanting, but, We've, we've kind of been together for a while or I really want to get married, so I'm going to marry them. And what I find then is you, a lot of people get very resentful because they realize this isn't the life that I wanted for myself. I married this person who maybe isn't on fire for Jesus, isn't running after the Lord, um, isn't really going where I want to be going, but I was with them and I, and I wanted to be married, so I ended up dating them or I ended up marrying them. And there's that resentment and that bitterness of I'm not getting what I... I wanted to do I'm not getting to meet those needs um you know and that's big that's really big um one second my husband's messaging me (laughs) so that's also a really big thing I had a friend who um was dating a Christian man and he seemed like he really loved the Lord and they were talking about wedding rings and doing all this stuff together and all of a sudden he turned around one day and told her to go and buy a wedding dress. And she was so excited. And then literally like two, three days later, he said, I'm sorry, I can't be with you and break up with her. And she was shattered. She was so on fire for Jesus. I remember thinking, man, this girl is so on fire for Jesus. Anyway, fast forward a couple months, she started dating a 42 year old. I think she was 24 at the time, 42 year old non-Christian. Um, and they ended up getting married and a lot of her friends, people were like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't God's best for you. And she was just like, I'm, I'm hurting. I want to be in love. He loves me. He helps me to feel loved. I actually reached out to her or we got back in contact and, um, it was really interesting because she, she was thriving. She went back, she was back in the church. She was actually preaching in the church. They'd had three kids together and, she was loving her life. You know, um, God had really restored her, but she said something to me. She's like, I I can't regret the decision I made because I have three kids out of it, but I know this wasn't God's best for me. I go to church every day, every weekend by myself. 
Um, my husband's supportive, but he will not come. I can't share my faith with him, um, you know, and, and I love him, but I know that this isn't, this wasn't God's absolute best. I made a choice outside of that. Um, and I, and that's, and that's just the bet I've made. And now I, I live with that. Um, and so it was just really listening to her and obviously God had redeemed so much and we're contending for the salvation of her husband. Um, but I love hearing the realness of that, of her coming full circle and saying like, yeah, I settled for something other than what I knew was God's best. And, um, now my life just looks so different than what I wanted. Um, I still love him. I love my kids, but boy, (laughs) this is definitely the hard road and it's not, it's not what I think would have been best for me. And then her husband obviously would have to deal with a lot of these different kind of things and they would have had to work these things out in their marriage. But yeah, I just think I wanted to really um, hone in today that it's one thing to say, don't settle, set standards, stick to them for you and for your heart, but also set standards and stick to them and don't settle for the heart of the other person because they're the ones who are going to go through this process with you. And it's actually way more loving in the beginning to say, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm not actually going to be open to a date with you or getting to know you further um, when you know they're unsuitable and they don't fit the standard that God has for you. Anyway, that's all I have to say today. Have an awesome day. Bye, guys.